theme song. The Hello Kitty thing, like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up, Gitchy, Gitchy, Goo means that I love you. What are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth, hello, hello. I'm I'm glad to get the groove back. I'm, Me too. I'm finally, uh, I, I lost it for a bit, but it's, I think it's safe. Yeah, I'm you got it right first try. Yeah. So what's the record on that? One. one. No, that's <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. It was like 30 episodes. Well, I and mean, then you just, oh, not the record. What's the count now? It's like a kill count or, or <laughs> last days since accident. <laughs> uh, three, three, maybe. Yeah, I think three. Cause last week okay. was definitely good. I think so. I think it's three. One. <laughs> <laughs> it was How right there. Insulting. <laughs> Well, uh, I think we should jump into news. News isn't, there's not too much, but I think it's good stuff. Okay. Um, want to start it off by, we have, we have talked about the Blade movie in the past. Yes, because they lost both the director, the director and writer, correct? Yeah, or they, I think it was they lost the director and then they just scrapped the script. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't liking it. But they've gotten a new director and a new writer. Uh, the director is Jan Demange, uh, Demange, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. D-E-M-A-N-G-E. Demange sounds right to me, but we don't have the accent. Demange. I don't know if it's Demange. It's Demange. <laughs> I definitely don't think that is correct. No. But he's. <laughs> so, but he is very cool. He, it says here that he worked on Lovecraft Country, which I haven't finished, but that was a really good show. Yeah, and it got a few seasons, so I definitely like... I think it just got one. It just got one? I think so. Oh, okay. But it's really good. Yeah, I've and, heard great things. Yeah, it's got Jonathan Majors, who mm-hmm. will be our Kang. Um, I saw the trailer for that again, um, watch, watching this movie, what we'll talk about today, and I'm just like, this is really... Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm it, so excited. It looks really fun. I'm excited about it. Um, the writer is Michael Starbury, and he worked on something called When They See Us. No clue what that is. I don't know either, but apparently they are aiming for a dark and gritty tone uh, going into production in 2023. Uh, This is via The Hollywood Reporter. Okay. I mean, I think it should be gritty and darker. It is a vampire story. Yeah. I mean, I don't know too much about him in the comics, but, you know, the the first one is really good. The first Mm -hmm. two are really good, and that's kind of the vibe that they give. It's the very 90s, but it's very dark and gritty and vampires having blood raves or something. Mm-hmm. But so I, I'm, I'm really down. I'm excited to see Blade. Me too. I, I, need, to watch, I need to watch the original. Yes, you do. Uh, but I'm excited to see. Absolutely. <laughs> that. Uh, no, no, I'm just, will I you, like vampires. Will you stories. be able to move past the PC problems that are, um, oh, I forget his name. I forget the main actor in those movies. Oh, uh, yeah. I kind of. I don't know. I cuz there's a difference between old and bad. No, no, no. Is, he it, well, it doesn't really affect the movie, I don't think, but like he he did some stuff on his do? own. I don't know what he did. I first have to remember his name. Um Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did. Why don't you look that up while I continue on with the news? Let's continue. But Wesley Snipes, um I don't know. He's good as Blade and I think some people wanted him to come back, but I was like, no, nah, that's not going to work. Um there's more across the Spider-Verse news, um, just kind of keeping us updated on it. There are going to be six different animation styles. Yeah. That's, that's fun. That's how much said the first time, wasn't it? Um, was it? I, I don't know. Because it was Spider-Pig. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's fair. And then Spider-Man Noir. 
uh, and then uh, well, I don't know what would what, what was the worn down one called? It was Nick from New Girl, but oh, the the worn down one, Peter, Peter B. Parker. Yeah, Peter B. Parker. I was like him, <laughs> and then you had Miles Morales. Is Peter B. Parker much different than Miles in that movie artistically? I think in his world he looked different, and his universe, quote unquote. I don't know. It looked very similar to, but I mean, this is this is going to be different because we're going to different universes, this is true. right? So like, it's gonna it's gonna hit like very differently because it's just gonna be like boom, different art style because this is a different world. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see it. I think that's really cool. No, I'm excited because it's gonna basically be the next step up. Because mm-hmm. it's first... it's kind of what I wanted from um, Multiverse of Madness. Like, there's that moment whenever we're sw- they're like flying through different universes and. I think there's one animated universe that they go into. I, I I would like a bunch of that where it's just every universe looks different. Be better. I hope <laughs> I hope it's better. I hope it's more madness than multiverse of madness was. Because mm-hmm. the only real times we saw them like traveling was the one time where it was like fifty different ones in like yes. ten the seconds. Madness was more the murders. Yeah. The madness murder. The murder madness. I like madness murders. You like madness murders? Yes. It sounds more like offbeat. Okay. <laughs> so it, doesn't roll off the tongue. I mean, Wanda had that madness murder. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> it's not a really. Movie that came out in May. Yeah. Um. But no, I'm I'm excited. I I really want to see more because I mean, you say it, and I think it's the second best. But you, it's objectively probably the best Spider-Man movie. I think so. So this has a lot to live up to, mm-hmm. to say the least. So they've got to go big. I it's it, it's it. It sounds good from what we know of it, I guess. It sounds good. Do you find out that Wesley no, Snipes thing? I'm still looking it up. You're still looking up what he did? I feel like it sh- should be very obvious. Wesley Trent Snipes is an American actor, producer, martial artist. Okay, that's his films. Nice. Um, well, you read his bio. I'm going to tell you about uh, the next news, which I really only bring up because we both have a... I want to say the word tumultuous, just strained relationship with this show. Um which is you is getting its season four uh coming out in february and march in two parts yeah i hate that <laughs> i hate that a it's coming out in two parts and are you gonna watch it i think you said you are no okay. i haven't even watched three so i haven't even watched three. the finale of two. Oh god yeah oh brad that's that's the one uh, um i wanted i just i was done i was like i don't want to be a part of this fair. world anymore. he's not a good guy um so at the end of two I like your idea though of like he of he dies and love takes over. Yeah, but isn't instead, love dead they now? They fucking killed love. Yes. <laughs> I wow. Was pissed because so the whole thing is, uh, she all she, he basically figured out that she was murdering her exes and da da da. Oh, fun. And then he was like, she's too crazy for me because you know she kills people like he does. Um, <laughs> she's too crazy for me. We have the same interests. Yeah, like they're basically just too similar. And he's like, I can't do it. So then he tricks her and murders her. Mm-hmm. Bakes cuts off like part of his fingers. Like it's a whole thing. And then he burns down the house. I feel like there's a great comedy in this idea of just like somebody like a serial killer falling in love with another serial killer. And then you add like maybe like it's a romantic thing between them. But you also ha- add like this cop element that he there. There's an there's a cop or detective like trying to bring them down or just one of them down. That was basically the whole thing. Yeah, and but it just, wasn't for comedy. No, I felt it like it for should comedy, be for though. comedy. It was, it, and it's it's serious. Like there's comedic moments, but I mean it's it's pretty serious. Well, and, and Love was like sleeping with a teenager. It was there was a lot wrong in that mm. season, and it would have been so much better if they flipped it and had her be the one to live, because Joe's 
playing. He's boring. He got boring. <laughs> I don't boring care about quick. him. Yeah, I think, exactly. I think, you know what this is? It's hot people getting being successful. Because I think he is attractive. Yeah, for sure. He's a 90210. So yeah, I, he's attractive. <laughs> that's only I did not pretty know, people. <laughs> I did not know he was in 90210. But um, I think that's what it is. It's like you've got this guy who is attractive. And he's 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 wearing the gray and the beard proud, mm-hmm. so you got to keep him around. He didn't have the beard in season three that could have killed him before <laughs> it, you know. Like, and just loves more interesting. And I I agree. It that would have made that would have been good. He's just doing the same thing again. Mm-hmm. Is my issue like it's literally nothing has changed? Okay, but what about this idea? But you make it spy family esque, <sighs> and it's a comedy. It, it'd still be bad. I if it's a comedy, it wouldn't be. I think if it's a comedy and you do spy family uh, rules, it's fun. That's fair. It's just ultimately that is what spy family is, except yeah. there, or one of them is um like appointed by the law or something, mm-hmm. but the other one is just straight up an assassin. Yeah, and then you have the girl who can read their minds, so she yes. knows everything happening. Yes, but that's only a her secret. She's not breaking any rules. For yeah, that. that's true. I don't. I don't know. I it just it got bad. I'm gonna watch it. Um, it'll be bad though you not spy family yeah not spy family just you um because Uh, i gotta know thanks you talking about me yeah i'm talking about you that's we've been in this relationship for a year we're not at the point where you can just we are at the point where you can just straight (laughs) up insult me (laughs) i say you insult me it's fine that's fair however friendship Um, goes I really just wanted to bring that up because I knew it would just. It, it would be. I hate doing two parts too. That's so stupid. <laughs> Netflix is like this, this is a very parts. popular show, though. I know, but if Netflix wants to keep morale for a show, just release weekly. I think if you you should just have you could do weekly. That's what they're doing here. They're just like, oh, we need to bring it back. So we're doing a second part yeah. to keep the thing. I like weekly. Like I think it's a good format. It's easier to digest. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because Netflix shows are. Usually really intense. I think binging was good at the beginning of like of streaming services mm-hmm. because suddenly people were like, oh, I want to do that. Or like during the virus. Yeah. <laughs> binging was great during the virus. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I really am just like I like the boys method now where it's just like here's a couple episodes and then it's just week to week. Well, and it's hard to keep up with everything. Yeah, it is. Because there's a new show with at least 10 episodes released weekly and there's tons of favor for each one and just anime i've got like three shows i'm watching weekly and even then like i'm i'm having trouble keeping up right now i think i'm behind on chainsaw man now imagine if you had 12 episodes all at once mm. you, you would just drop one because oh, like geez. it's not really worth it oversaturation it's just it's too much I, that feels like a conversation we should have for another episode I agree, but like that's that's my rant for the yes. moment i guess no that's fair um that and kind of the last news thing we'll have a discussion of news thing but the last news is that there's rumors for the villain of the thunderbolts movie which is um sentry who is sentry um oh wait have you heard of i've this? seen him in marvel snap he's oh. the one that recalls <laughs> yeah it's so funny because now anytime i see a new marvel character i'm like oh i know them from the game so now i can be like oh that's cosmo that's i i know okay that, is, that is an addicting game but uh no sentry i don't know I kind of know about him. Um, he is. I'm. I'm getting this news like these rumors from CBR.com. Um, they're usually pretty good, and I think I think that I have been hearing some like casting rumors of like maybe Ryan uh, Gosling in this role. But he is 
usually he's got like the power levels of Superman. Okay. And sometimes he is evil, but it's the thing of he's a he suffers from a, from mental illnesses. I don't know what mental illnesses exactly. I didn't get into I didn't research this character too much, but he is crazy and will just kind of he wants to be a good guy, but he just struggles with that a lot of the times. Okay. And I think that's a really interesting way to that's an interesting um antagonist for the Thunderbolts who are all awful. Well, not all of them cuz like Elena's not bad. Yeah, that's true. Bucky's not bad. Bucky's not bad. Like there's there's some that aren't awful. I think it'll be an interesting foil to kind of maybe show the quote-unquote villains facing mm. the villain that like maybe we don't all have to be bad. Maybe you can be a mix of both yeah. but also try to be good. And Marvel has been doing a, a thing where I get I guess it's I guess they're finding that their villains aren't that interesting because now they're having heroes be villains. Well, I think Wanda was like the perfect example because despite like when people saw her turn villain, they were like, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The trauma she's gone through. But yeah, but I think, I think they're really good at it because I think all of these are making sense. Like you can even say Namor is an example of it because Mm -hmm. even though, yes, he is a villain and like in the comics he's a real dick. He's also sided with them a lot of times. I think he is an Avenger and he's a member of the Illuminati. Like that's kind of, he is, he switches mm-hmm. and not, I don't even think like an anti-hero way. It just is like, how does, how do they feel in the moment? And Wanda's interesting because yes, you see her journey, but even Tony is interesting because it's just like, he's not even necessarily, well, he is wrong, but it's just like, you understand it's just a conflict. Yeah. I just hope they don't fall into the trap of going too far. Because they kind of went a little far with Wanda, being like, I'm going to kill this kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, and they do that in a lot of movies where it's like, I can feel for you. I, you're still redeemable. And then they cross that line just barely. And you're like, ah, you're kind of shit now, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I like Wanda and I, I hope think, she's alive, but. Yes. Oh, she's definitely alive. I know. But I think this is definitely like an interesting way to pull it off if i don't think they've gone too far yet i'll say that Mm -hmm. because i think there's definitely like a story or even a message to be told with like your villain against people who have done bad it's like a road of redemption Mm -hmm. could be like the message of it or something i think i think that's really interesting i agree so i like that um i don't know i guess ryan gosling would be good i mean i like ryan gosling as an actor does he want to do those i don't know i feel like he's mentioned that before i'm not going to look it up but i feel like either him or someone else has mentioned like, Oh, you know, I, I like superhero movies, but I don't really do them. I think Ryan Gosling is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. And I think he could probably basically do anything he wanted to do. My question is, do you think he wants to do this? I don't know. I think he'd be good at it though. Mm. So like, eh. I think there are <laughs> definitely a bunch of different people who could play Sentry. I, I, I'd be excited to see Sentry. I think that'd be fun. Um, but then the last thing that I do have quotes on this one. Did you hear about what uh, Quentin Tarantino has been talking oh about? Oh my God, yes. With the Marvel movies. And I'm ready to talk shit. Let's absolutely do it. <laughs> I have quotes. I have quotes. Um, I was actually going to be like, this should be a whole conversation for an episode. But if you want to make it a thing, that's no, fine. Let's have, we'll have just a little, because I don't think there's honestly like too much to say. But it's, um, let me find the first quote. No, it's that. Okay. Um, so on the Two Bears, One Cave podcast, which, do you know that one? No. It's with the comedians Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. Okay. I actually do, like, um, I'll watch the TikTok clips of it or something. It's it's funny. I did see a TikTok clip of it, mm-hmm. of him, yeah. like, talking shit. Yeah, yeah, And, oh, you saw that of Quentin? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen that. 
But he went on that podcast and he said, this the quote is, part of the marvelization of Hollywood is you have all these actors who have become famous playing these characters, Tarantino said. Um, wait, wait. Oh, I think I'm, I'm also getting this from Variety, by the way. Uh, but Tarantino said, but they're not movie stars, right? Captain America is the star, or Thor is the star. I mean, I'm not the first person to say that. I think that's been said a zillion times. But it's like, you know, it's these franchise characters that become a star. Which... Wrong. It's really baffling to me, because I'm like, you're saying that they're not stars because they're not actually those characters. But that's what an actor does. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Well, here's my thing. A, if you look at the people saying this type of stuff, they are old white men. <laughs> so already their opinion, most likely shit. I, that, so I'm I don't think there. that's okay. No. No, I stand. Because <sighs> if you look, and also Quentin Tarantino isn't a guy you should really be looking up to. Look. He steals most of his ideas. Absolutely. Despite there being good movies. He steals most of the ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think saying that them acting as a character, especially a Marvel character makes them not a star is BS. Cause yes, you do have Thor, the icon that is him or Captain America. But I mean, Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans brought those characters to life for us. There is more to the um, quote that I want another part. I want to bring up. Uh, no, 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 I, you're fine. Uh, look, I used to collect Marvel comics like crazy when I was a kid. There's an aspect that if these movies were coming out when I was in my twenties, I would totally be fucking happy. And totally love them. I mean, they wouldn't be the only movies being made. They would be those movies amongst other movies. But, you know, I'm almost 60. So, yeah. No, I'm not quite as excited about them. And I, <laughs> I'm i not going to say, like, his opinion is wrong because he's an old white man. Uh, I think that's a little harsh. But I think the first part is ridiculous because at the same time, it's like, your movie stars aren't movie stars because of because they were the people you had them playing characters in your movies like i don't understand how that means like how can you make a movie star but marvel can't i think he's more like it's not indie enough it's kind of what it sounds like he's trying to say i can understand that i think there's a part of like you can you're always fighting like the corporatization of like art well yes because that's not how he really came from it there's a there's a statement that matt damon says and i think it's on like a hot ones okay uh, uh, interview and the um, the interviewer asked, "Why don't you think we get like low budget rom coms like uh, ten? Th- not things I hate about you. Um, I mean maybe ten things, but uh, uh, how to lose a guy in ten days, uh, thirteen going on thirty, uh, crazy stupid love like lower budget and don't really need a lot. You just kind of need a group of people and mm. a love story of some sort, you know. And and they were great and they held up their own. But the, and but the reason that they could do that was because." You got the box office sale, and then those movies probably didn't break the box office. Money but, talks. But DVD sales is where they got their second bump. So if Matt Damon was in a rom-com, he got two paychecks, essentially, and the DVD sales took a lot. But now streaming's a thing. Everyone can yeah. just stream it, and they don't get anything off the streaming. So if you can't make a movie that's going to bust the box office, it, it you kind of just have to sit into streaming because that's the only way you're going to make anything. And yeah. But... The thing is, Disney found out that if we just merchandise it, we can dodge that entire thing. So now they're rolling out Marvel movie, Marvel content, the Star Wars content, back mm-hmm. and back. And well, some of it's great. And I love getting Marvel content. It's an oversaturation. We'll talk about some of it. Because 
they can just sell the toys. They can sell the shirts. They can sell the hats. Absolutely. And that's where they get most of their money. That's always how it's been, though. Like, yes, you're right that the DVD sales were another thing. And, yeah, they probably don't get a... I, it would depend on the deal, I guess, that they make, whether they get any money from the merchandising sales or anything. But, yeah, like you said, money talks. Mm-hmm. Money is the big thing. The reason why they're making so many of these Marvel movies and why he's like quoting Marvelization is because it's like, well, you know, it's the biggest movie franchise in the world. If it's very popular, then they're going to keep doing it. And that's kind of that's more just a byproduct. You kind of have to be used to it. There are still indie movies that are being made. There are still different movies that are being made that we go, oh, this is really fucking good. Everything everywhere all at once came out uh, this year, and it was amazing. I agree. And you also had, like, Nope. And mm-hmm. you have Jordan Peele kind of pushing that envelope. And I'm not saying that's not there. I'm just saying it's probably a lot harder to get those movies out on the table mm-hmm. versus a Marvel movie. I do also want to point out the fact that he says, like, if I was in my 20s, you know, I'd fucking love it. We're in our 20s, and yes, we fucking love it. But I still think that's a closed-minded idea to be like, they're not stars just because I'm older and I think this. Mm-hmm. I also think it's just... It's so it's too easy to just dismiss that even though they are doing this thing that has never really been done before. I'd say him and even like Kevin Smith have been closer to it of well not even him or Kevin of doing this like one universe continued mm-hmm. story that never really has an end or something like that. It's this ongoing saga as you will. Movies you've never really done that before. Uh, you know, Kevin does it because it's the view askew averse but ultimately that's not even true either. It's just him making movies and he can kind of say, because they're so mundane, you can say, yeah, it's in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there is like, there's a theory for Quentin's movies about that of like, some are from the fictional world and his universe and some are from real life. I don't want to get in, into it, but ultimately that's, that's just somebody coming up with a way to connect it. Like yeah. this is for over 10 years and over like 30 movies at this point, you've been telling these stories of like that are all connected and set in the same world and they work very well and they're massive. You can't just discredit that, I feel. I, did I agree. Al- I did also want to bring up uh, Simu Liu had something to say about this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I went on a whole thing. I th- No, no, no. It's <laughs> fine. It, it, we have to put our things. Yeah. But I think I like his thing. Um, he's he put, he put this on Twitter. Uh, if the only gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I would never had the opportunity to lead a $400 million plus movie. I am in awe of their filmmaking genius. They are transcendent auteurs, but they don't get to point their nose at me or anyone. Now, I think that's totally fair. Like he, uh, The quote goes on a bit longer. I just wanted to read that He bit. also calls him an old white man. I, By the way, just so I'm clear, that is not I'm the, on the same page as that, him. <laughs> you, that is not the quote by him. The quote by him is that he loves the golden age, but you have to admit the golden age is very white. Yes. And true. that's very true. You cannot, but you cannot also discredit Quentin Tarantino for what he has done and the movies he has made, which are good, even if they are stolen. And one of my favorite movies is Kill Bill Volume 2. I really so like I'm, Reservoir Dogs, which I, I just watched recently. Yet, but I want you, mm-hmm. and I, I can recognize that Quentin Tarantino is a talented director and creator. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a little he's full wrong. of himself in this statement. <laughs> he's definitely wrong. He even says, like, well, I'm 60 at this point. And it's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> You're getting older. It's okay. It's okay to just not like some of the newer things. You can just say that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I think it's just kind of stupid for these people to feel like they have something to say on it, especially since 
because he's not the first. Scorsese is mm-hmm. the one that's been like that he like started it. I love the fact that have we said it on the show? Um, his maybe we have his daughter or something for one Christmas wrapped all of his gifts in uh, Marvel uh, wrapping paper. No, I didn't hear about this. But, yeah. It was just all the gifts we were wrapped in Marvel wrapping paper. This was after he had said everything about Marvel. Oh, that's great. That's <laughs> it's, fantastic. It's very funny. Um, yeah, so that's like all the news. I wanted to bring it up because it feels like No, that's important. fair. It's, and like, I'm not going to say that we aren't oversaturated with Marvel content because we most definitely mm-hmm. are. But Should we talk about, should we maybe bring up why that is the case with this newest Marvel thing that we I saw? mean, it's because Disney bought it. Disney's... Disney is making their money mm-hmm. off of what they're, they purchased, and they're making a lot. Do you feel like, let's get into the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Okay, right? I have a list. Oh, yeah. I want to say, like, because I was just talking about the oversaturation. I think, yes, the oversaturation is real and everything, but, and, but I liked this. I thought this was really fun and nice and funny and ridiculous. But at the same time, there is an element of we did not need this. And I don't think you need to watch this if you're, like... um if you're trying to stay up with the Marvel stuff, I don't think this is one of the necessities. I think it might have like an Easter egg or something for possible future things, but I don't think it's like, oh, if you miss this, you'll you'll you won't be really confused because you won't. I don't Besides, think it like, will be either. A couple things maybe that might be something that yeah. I might think. But I'd like, say we, we just know. go ahead. This is on Disney Plus. It's free. It's what forty five minutes, and it's really fun. It's very fun. Like if you if you're wanting to watch it and you don't want to. St- hear us talk about it stop now we're not even really going to do a non-spoiler thing because it's just kind of short mm-hmm. um but if you're like wanting to know the premise it's it's christmas time on earth the guardians want to cheer P- uh, peter up so they decide to try and um bring christmas to him and and maybe do illegal shit along the way maybe so, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but yeah so uh we're gonna get into it you've been warned and all that stuff um did you like it? I, yeah, I liked this a lot. I thought it was super fun and super ridiculous. And kind of the whole time uh, they are trying to kidnap Kevin Bacon, I was just going, Peter, I need an adult. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I thought Mantis and Drax's com- comedy was really on point. Mm-hmm. I thought it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I loved that Groot was just this like Jim bro type of look. He's talked about that now. Apparently, um, like it's he's because he, he uh James Gunn has said that he is not the group from the first movie. He's his son, and so this one is bulking up. I guess I don't know if it's a working out thing or if that's just how this one is built. Um, but he is also apparently becoming a more outgoing personality uh, than his father was. So this is Groot's son. Yeah. So we didn't see Groot in this movie. I, no, 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 no. It's the same one from the stick at the, that was birthed at the... At the end of the first one? Yes. Okay, okay, sorry. Like whenever he died, whenever he sacrificed himself. Like, you didn't know that? Like, no, he, that group died, and then that stick is his son, and this is that son. I thought it was just the same group. Okay, no. that makes sense, though. No, it's, okay. it's okay. the son. That's what's happening. And this okay. is him, like, I guess he's at, I don't know, like 18 or... Just I don't know. He's he's getting bigger. He's not moody anymore. He's more like rock out. So I'm thinking he's like good. beginning of the twenties era. Well, he's about to be outgoing. Yeah, as it is. So, but I like him. I I was like weirdly wanting an explanation for it though. Outside yeah, of just like, okay, this is, this getting is a bigger. whole turn here. Um, but yeah, we spend the majority of this with Mantis and Drax. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I'm gonna get my list out because I don't want to okay, miss I'll, something because there's I'm some cu- fun stuff. I'm curious what this list entails. 
the music, the Christmas rock out. In oh, the it's very amazing. Beginning. It was, I added it to my Christmas playlist. Also really funny. I love the joke in there where, cause Peter, it, it's this guy, it's this alien doing a song, trying to get Christmas spirit down. He of course doesn't get it all right. And Peter for a moment just goes like, no, no, that's not what it is. But then there's a moment where he just, he like his alien arm can just like do a full circle. Uh-huh. And then Peter just goes, okay, now that's cool actually. Yeah. And I was, I thought that was really funny. Um, and yeah, the music is good. It was the fantastic. Always good in James yeah. Gunn stuff, to be that's, honest. That's fair. It was just I love whenever he was like, and Mrs. Claus works the pole. Yeah. I, and he was like, stop now. It was fantastic. No. It was hilarious. I loved it. It was a great intro. Mm-hmm. Like great, like very Christmas special intro. Well, intro. Uh, what do you think about the real intro, which is the um, animation? It was weird. That was weird. It wasn't great. It looked it, like what if animation, but not as good. Oh, it does not look like what if animation. You need to go back to what if. You're probably right. This is like 2D animation and it looks, and it's a little crappy. Mm-hmm. I think that. It was on pur- It was definitely on purpose. Definitely on purpose. I think that fits with James Gunn's aesthetic, but at the same time, it was just kind of weird seeing that from a Marvel property where I was just like, I, ah, this looks like a weird adult swim thing, but not yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah yeah um so that was that was interesting well and, and you found out that yondu ruined christmas that year yes which i don't know <laughs> checks personally sure. in my opinion it makes sense mm-hmm. um you're just kind of like okay well i see where this is going now yes he's ruined christmas um so so drax and mantis um are like we gotta go we gotta save christmas for for Peter and how how can we do that? We have to get the legendary star that he loves so much and he won't stop talking about Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, <laughs> which is ridiculous. And but before no, they decide that, it's not. It's not. It's ridiculous that they're going to kidnap him. But <laughs> what what I what some, what we definitely skipped over is Mantis is Peter's sister. Well, yes, I think that's um we were getting to that, but it's just a I. That that wasn't a big surprise to me. Honestly, that felt like it was always a possibility. I didn't ever think about it, but once it was said, I was like, "Well, actually, I was like, that sure. makes sense." Actually, like, like you it, spend a lot of time with ego. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah, well, it was kind of like, well, he did like try and have kids everywhere, so yeah, it he makes sense that dog, he just sure. kept you for whatever reason. You were useful, yeah, so, and that that's pretty ego esque. Yes. Um. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then they decide we're gonna kidnap. Kevin Bacon and do all that. And it's um very fun. Just I I was kind of wanting another Avengers. I just wanted an adult figure to go, this is not how you do this or something. But so I was wondering if we'd get a surprise from like somebody from Earth. We did not, which is fine. Which, yeah. I was I was very happy just watching them like get drunk and get drunk, not understand Earth customs at mm-hmm. all. Completely just cause mayhem and then talk to the people who are terrified mm-hmm. and go like I'm going to give you this uh decoration candy cane we're even now does it look like a man <laughs> does it no. look like a man good my friend's just an idiot I love that I love that man was like Drax is so fucking stupid um I I did love like the scene of them on the side of the street sunglasses on mantis just laying over like where are we gonna find them like that was great it was very like I can definitely see this yes. in, in real life anytime. I, I forgot Mantis's powers for a second because whenever she's like, she's like, I don't have any money. Give this to me. I was like, oh, you're straight up just threatening this bitch. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, you have the power to influence. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's weirdly better than threatening, but not 
good. Yeah. Well, because it's like, okay, but it's like that could be used really, really badly. And if she you does. Wanted to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's really fucked up. I love it. But, and then did you notice the Kingo sign of the Christmas special he was having? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. As That's they were fun. walking, you could see it for just like a split second. I was That's like, fun. Ah, Easter egg. Do you think he gets, uh, Kamel Nanciani gets money for that? No. Maybe, maybe yeah it's his image it's his yeah. face it's probably like a dollar it's probably not like a lot it's probably like you were in it for like half a second i it was feel a like it's sign. at least a grand which is a dollar to them that's fair <laughs> so god, fuck oh god a grand changed my life or 10 grand any grand i don't know i don't know a dollar is 50 cents to me so that's fair um wait no yes yeah, that's kind of backwards but oh i'm sorry no a dollar is a thousand to me that's fair um <laughs> And then they get to Kevin's house. Yes, they get to Kevin Bacon's steal, house. After she steals the map from the lady by making her give it to her. He just, he's just trying to have a nice Christmas Eve and then not realizing that at any point, really, um, an, a bunch of aliens can come by and just kidnap him. And he has nothing he can do about it. <laughs> I also love that she's like, Drax, throw me over. And then later you can just see her jumping very high. Yeah. It's like, you didn't need to be thrown. Nah. <laughs> there are much easier ways to do that. But okay. Uh, uh, I mean, they're probably just, they're used to low gravity situations. Yeah. They do that in Infinity War, even. They do, yeah. So it's, I don't know. I like the uh, the tiny man. Me too. I like the like, oh, I like this tiny man. I will take him with me. I love whatever she's like, what's more important, Peter or the tiny man? And he actually thinks when he goes, a tiny, a tiny man. man, a funny tiny man. It's just like, no. <laughs> You're missing the point. I loved it. And I really like Mantis in this. Me too. I feel like we haven't gotten to kind of focus on her a lot but it, she's really fun i like her it was really good characterization for her yes we've seen drax be funny in a bunch of things but i think that's just i think james gunn just likes working with drax mm-hmm. i think he just finds him funny um so they they successfully kidnap kevin bacon they put him in a trance and they um very bad trance yeah <laughs> you are okay with what we're doing that's horrible. Yeah. I was like, damn. You can is... almost see the tears while he's on the ship just I know. being like, I, I'm really okay with this for some reason. Oh, we're in space. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, and then they're like, you're just an actor. We hate actors. That was fantastic. <laughs> I love when they realized it was like fake. Come oh, no. down. Peter never really like explained that concept Mm-mm. to him. I, them, I guess. Just being like, these are people that they, he has portrayed. Mm-hmm. They are not real people. Um. And then I love they're like, one time Quill saved the entire universe with dancing. And you're like, I mean, that's, that's true. Yeah, that was inspired by you. I we'll, we'll get back to that because I think there is a there's a very nice touching moment. Um, yeah, there's a nice touching moment with Cracklin and Kevin Bacon where Cracklin uh, kind of just explains why this awful thing happened to him, mm-hmm. and it's that he weirdly impacted uh, Peter Quill to be a really cool hero. And save the world by dancing for real. And then Kevin Bacon decides to stay. But I just the payoff for this was was the surprise where Peter just finds out what they did and it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, this yeah. is not okay. And he's like, man, just unmanipulated right now. <laughs> put Kevin Bacon out of a trance now. And then I was like, I would have maybe been like, put him okay, put him in a different trance where he has he's him, but he's just He's just not going to run. Just make sure he doesn't run. Yeah. I like that bit, though, where it's just like, okay, don't don't run. Like, we're going to get you home. I'm very sorry, but don't run. And then he runs, and it's like, bring me Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I let me just do He's like, I can just get one of you guys to do it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Well, I like that he also had to remind Nebula not to kill Kevin mm-hmm. Bacon. I think 
I think that was the concern. Whenever Drax and Mantis were bringing him back and they find out he's an actor, I thought they were just going to like shuttle him out into space or something. And I was like, if you kill him, Peter will never forgive you. They made the joke about the arrow in his neck from um, Friday the 13th. And I was really worried that uh, what's his face was going to accidentally control the arrow and kill him. And I was like, this would be so bad. I feel like you should have control over that now. I also feel like I have control, but I also can understand why he wouldn't because he's not the fastest person, <laughs> to say the least. He's not the smartest. Or, I mean, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Look, I'm not going to say that I know how to use that <laughs> stuff, but he's had that for years now. That's true. Because the second one is right after the first. Yeah. It's set in 2014, and this is... Was he um, dusted? I don't know. Probably. Even if he was dusted, it's been years. Yeah. He has no excuse. That's... Oh, there was five years between on, him Craglin. and Dustin. <laughs> yeah, Craglin, Craglin needs to get with the program. Because uh, he's even like, I can't control Super Willie yet. And I was like, oh, no. That's not good news. Um, But then uh, Kevin Bacon sings a song. Yes. From his Kevin Bacon Brothers band, um, which he's actually in a band. I didn't know that. The Kevin, called I the was, Bacon Brothers. I was like, he's really good. Yeah, he's in a band called the Bacon Brothers. Um, and while he's singing, they give out all their gifts. And this is the only like uh, Easter egg I was mainly talking about was uh, Nebula gifts uh, Rocket. Oh, yes. Oh, Bucky's yes. I, I do arm. know this. Oh, my gosh. What such. I love Kevin. Or I mean, I love James Gunn now because like th- that's been a meme for forever. Yeah. <laughs> been a meme for almost five years now and they finally went rocket got bucky's arm well and i think that's gonna come back around because he's been trying to steal like different body parts throughout the end i don't any think movie. this is going to be a big thing i think he's gonna have like sort of an exoskeleton like paradox in steven universe <laughs> no I that's don't what think, i expect i don't think this is because this is a joke to him he just nah. does this because he thinks it's I funny. Think he's building something. And no. I think that third movie is going to come out and it's going to be something with that. I don't. I'm calling it right now on our day, Lord and Savior, the 28th of November. I need a whiteboard. I need a whiteboard to just put down these like theories and just go which one was right and which one was wrong. That's fine. Because like, I don't, I don't think he wanted Bucky's arm because he it's like i want to use it i think he wanted it because he's like that would be funny and it is funny that's fair also i want the pickup of this i want something i want the end credit scene we'll get to the end credit scene but i want the end credit scene of this to just be bucky going sam where's my arm well i think his old arm because it, it's not but the dora gave him a new one no it's that one but didn't they give him a new one and this is the, the winter, winter soldier, soldier one this isn't the Winter Soldier arm with the star. This is the vibranium one. It's the black and Are gold. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. Okay, then, yeah, that isn't it. How did she get that? It's Nebula. I believe that she got I, I mean, want to see a she fight. She did. I want to so, see a fight. Maybe that'll be the next person special is her getting the arm for Rocket. Or do you think, no, she's not going to do that kindly, right? <laughs> she's not going to come and be like, hey, I need the arm. Can you find a way to get a different arm? She's going to be like, I'm taking the arm. Yeah. I want to see that fight. That's a fair point, actually. I'll direct the fight. Just give, just the put fight. me in a room with Sebastian Stan and Karen Gill. I'm not getting any work done. No, you're not. <laughs> you would be screwed. Oh, that's fantastic. No, that's the best day of my life. Yeah, that is the best day no, of like, my life. No, put me in a room with them. I'll, I will direct just this fight between them. That sounds so fun. Yeah. I yeah. want to see it. I mean, I guess Bucky lost. He had to. I guess that's fair. Arm. Well, he, they're both cyborgs, but she is more cyborg. Yeah. Maybe he did do a favor. Cyborg to cyborg. Maybe. Maybe Sam, talk, ha- maybe Sam talked him into him. Maybe Sam's on Rocket's side. It's just like, 
Dude, 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 give him your arm. Give her, give her your arm. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be. We'll get the Wakandans to get you. In the <laughs> Even though they already did you the favor of building my entire suit. Yeah. Yeah. They know Shuri. That's true. <laughs> I think it would. Oh. It's fine. Buck, Bucky's their favorite white boy. Yeah, that's true. Besides Ross. That's true. <laughs> it will be. I don't know. I just. I love what that added to like the domestic element of the Marvel universe of mm-hmm. just like, there's, there's a story behind Nebula getting the arm for, I hope we just never find out. Cause I don't think whatever uh, happened could be better than our imaginations. I want to find out. I mean, yeah, but like, I, I don't want to be disappointed. No, I think that would be, I can't imagine there being like anything crazy new. Like what I expect is what I want, That's which I fair. think what I expect is normal. That's fair. It's either a fight or just a funny situation where we somehow talk Bucky into giving up his arm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be curious. You're right. That's a good point. I think it is his arm in the Thunderbolts picture. It is that arm. <sighs> I, I, are so you maybe positive he it it's not the red? I'm bare, No, it's definitely not the silver and red with the red star. Yeah. It's de- I, I want to say, unless he like, unless he has a third arm I don't know about. But I don't think he does because he lost it. That was the whole point. Yeah. I think it's the Wakandan arm that he gets I in don't. Infinity War. I truly think it was the Red Star one. I, I'll look it up. We'll have to rewatch it. <laughs> we'll we'll look it up. Um, is there anything else? Oh, there. Then there is the. Um, there's a nice moment between Mantis and Peter. By the uh, way, yes. I want to ask you: How do you feel about Peter now? Because you you specifically do not like. Well, I mean, he is still the worst Avenger. I. <laughs> um. By all means, he did lose. He is the reason they lost Infinity War. Um, I, like, there's politics in it, but overall, yeah, there is politics. if he made one, if he just didn't make one stupid-ass decision, they almost had the glove off. They it were really seconds was so close. away. He's stupid. He sacrificed the entire <laughs> world to punch him over something that he couldn't change, and he could have waited two seconds to do. He didn't have, if, he didn't have the, if he didn't have the glove on, he could have beat his ass. That being said, I still like Peter. I, yeah, he's fine. I like Peter. I like that they they own nowhere now for some reason. Yeah, which is wild. I sure whatever. Uh, I like it. They own nowhere. He seems like he's doing a good job. He's got a good swagger about him, and he really did just feel like the adult in the situation that he finally was like, "No, you guys cannot kidnap Kevin Bacon." Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, thank God, Peter's there." I like that exchange between him and Groot. Where it was just like, don't don't act like it's a bad idea. Now you wield him out here. I, I love whatever like the box, like he's yelling in the box, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "What did you guys do?" Yeah, it's just there's a quick change where Peter's like, "What, what, what? Whoa, hold on, I don't like this anymore." It's really sweet until this exact moment. <laughs> yeah, um, there was a moment. It was so funny where it was it was with Groot, and he was just he like Peter like called out the illogic in in what he's saying and then Groot's just quiet for a second and he was just like oh you got me <laughs> no, it was it was a time where he was like don't act like you thought this was a bad idea you will but then he's just like oh. he's like, damn like, it yeah i got nothing i was like oh that's funny um and then yeah there's a nice moment between mantis and peter where they she tells him that he is his half sister and he's like that's the best present i could have mm-hmm. got and i was like that's very nice. That was very sweet. It was a good moment, and I think Peter, like knowing that he had some family, yeah, that was that's blood. a nice thing. He's a he's a pretty lonely guy ultimately. Yeah, and so I think I, he's kind of like maybe this world isn't as bad as it seems. This universe, this, this yeah, galaxy. this entire, yeah, that's a nice. I liked it a lot. Yeah, um, I guess that would be important, but ultimately, yeah, yeah, 
It's also not that big a deal either. I mean, you're not going to get rid of her anyways. Yeah. She's your team. It's Mantis. Your team. Yeah. We like Mantis. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, the end credit scene. <laughs> Which is Groot is the Christmas tree and yes. then can't hold his arms up. So then <laughs> not Rock, forever. Not forever. So then Rock is like, you ruined Christmas. Guess we got to do another special. Yeah. And that's it. But maybe it's an Easter one because Kevin Bacon does say, oh, he did. See you guys at Easter, which you shouldn't say that. No. <laughs> they might keep you, hold your word to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I would be like, I this was fun and I made the best of it, but I never want to see you guys again. <laughs> that would be so fair. He turned very quickly. And while I believe it, because they made it very like fit in the story well, I was just yeah. like, damn. He was like, yeah, I'll stay. I'll stay yeah. with you guys. You just need to have that. You just need to send Craglin to him first, I yeah. guess. And well, and uh, we also get Peter telling what actually happened at the end of the first Christmas. We're going to ruined it. We skipped yes. over that, which is Yondu got him his guns. Yes, which was a very nice, like, kind of. I think that's what I like about these, like, specials, these Marvel specials, is, like, they can kind of just build the world, and sometimes in small ways, mm-hmm. where it's just, like, this feels more, I don't know, realistic or just funny it's light it's it's very it's light it's kind of light nice. easy and it's not like oh my god i'd sit for two hours and watch eight people die you know it's like i can just kind of be like oh it's christmas yeah you know? it's like, christmas is, oh there's kevin bacon and yeah it's like it's a lot lighter and easy and goofy they didn't bring up the fact that kevin bacon was in first class no they didn't which i mean that's fair yeah. but it would overcomplicate it but he was good in that who was he in first class he was Magneto, he was the one that killed Magneto's mom. Ah, yes. He's a Nazi. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good movie. Great movie. It is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Very slept on. Yes. Um. So, I, I like this. I like yeah. I like all these specials. I like Werewolf by Midnight. I like this. I want to see a Silver Surfer one. Mm-hmm. I think these are really fun. Keep doing them. Yeah. And um, so would you like to get into our main topic of the day? Yes. Which is drum roll, please. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Rusty. Rusty was like, what's that? What's up? What's happening? Oh, we woke him up. He was slumbering. Oh, that's okay, buddy. Um, we're talking about Strange World. Yes. The new Disney movie, Disney animated movie. Which, at first, I was like, I don't know. But I, I think I really liked it. Did you? I thought this movie was fine. <laughs> See, that's what I said after I first watched it. And Liz was like, what? Well, I did watch this today. Um, yeah, it's pretty fresh. And I am by no accounts I do I think this is a bad movie. This is going to be non-spoiler for the moment. Yeah. Um I don't think this is a bad movie. It's very nice, but it didn't feel like anything original. That's exactly what I said last night. It's so funny. <laughs> it does it. It doesn't though. It feels very um cliché and like it it picks a um aesthetic which is like the 1950s. I even called. There were a lot of things in this that I yeah. called and that's why I if I'm calling it, it feels very generic. I still think it definitely created a fun world. I liked the world yes. it created. Yes, but I think we'll we'll get into some of the like why I think what I think it kind of took from and whatever. But I I called like that. It starts off. This isn't a spoiler, but it starts off with that like. Um, well, in the 1950s, like uh-huh. the, the like kind the, of like the beginning of Legend of Korra type yeah, of thing, kind of thing. And it's just like I seconds i was just like oh i wonder if they'll do one of those and then they did it and i was just like oh well okay (laughs) and it's it's very fun it's very i guess explorative it is creative but then you realize that it's also maybe an episode of magic the school bus or the magic the magic school bus um and it's just kind of like okay i don't know it's definitely not bad Mm -hmm. it's definitely not bad i liked a lot i like the characters um what did you think i 
I think it's I I think I need to give it a second rewatch if I'm being a okay. person honest before I can like fully commit to this opinion. But I do think it's one of those movies that'll get better with age. Um, Elaborate. So like, there's a lot of good in it. A every character is a different body type mm-hmm. or color or all kind. Like the diversity of this movie mm-hmm. was top tier, and the casting matched it, which was very unheard of I will, and nice. I will give it that and. Even to speak of that as being a good thing, it doesn't really affect the story too much because that stuff shouldn't ex- affect the they story don't too much. It be a thing. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, okay, cool, and then it moves on. Like it doesn't. But at the same time, I can't give it. You know, like it's a good movie just for that. I agree, but also I, I like the world. I liked the Pando. I liked the three generations of kind of having different opinions about things, but then the older ones agreeing on these things, but the younger ones agreeing on this. Mm. Um, I liked I liked the family dynamic. Um, I will say the uh, Costello was a little. I have issues with her characterization personally. Is she the uh, the like captain. Yeah. Okay. Because like at first I was like, oh, you're gonna be evil, but then they kind of like teeter totter, and then they'd be like, ah, she's actually good. She's just a little. She's she made a bad decision yeah. in the end, and like that's fine. Um, I think I just kind of needed a little more. I don't know. It kind of feels like Carnage type of thing where like you like there's a lot more wrong with Carnage in this movie. <laughs> but where you kind of just need a little more to make the story to fully like engross you into the story like lengthwise. Maybe. I Even think, though it was almost two hours. Yeah. I I think this did just need a bit more creativity. Nothing wrong with it. But I think it just it lacks some of the um, I don't know. It just seems standard run of the mill. It didn't like even with the um the world exploration stuff and like the the creative world building, I guess would be the case, but it's it doesn't feel like it feels like say Atlantis or that um that's what I said. Well Atlantis or what's the other one? You know Journey the Journey to the Center of the Earth. No, 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 no. The other Disney one that's like animated. It's from that era. Treasure Planet? Yeah, Treasure Planet. Okay. Like that kind of Treasure Planet is just <laughs> pirates in space, though. I know, but those are like very, like the aesthetics are very striking, very like eye catching, and they're memorable. That's this, fair. This does not feel memorable in terms of like the um, designs, the, the creature designs, or anything like that. It didn't feel very memorable to me. I can definitely agree that it need. I I can definitely agree it need more creativity. Mm-hmm. But I think it did carry a lot of. I think it was good storytelling and. My main complaint when it comes to like the story itself mm-hmm. is the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. It, it happened really fast, and it took me a second to make sure I understood what was happening. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that in spoilers more. Yeah, I, know. I just kind of more. No, no, no. That's definitely fair. I think um, the marketing for this movie has been. I think Straw Hat Goofy made a video about this movie saying that the marketing has been really lacking, and it has. And I think that, and I think a big part of that is because of having a gay main character i think they didn't want to advertise it as much because people boycott it finding dory because of it i don't think that's why i mean i it definitely could be why like i'm not going to straight up say that that's the reason but i think it's just i think it's the fact that this isn't that original i don't think it's as striking or even as good as it could be and i think that it it definitely deserved more marketing that's Mm -hmm. for sure because this movie is getting slept on but for the for what I thought it was going to be, I was kind of excited about this, and then it just is kind of a run-of-the-mill um, Disney. I feel felt like this could have gone straight to streaming instead of like Soul, which maybe did deserve going to theaters a bit more. And I know Pixar those are, movies deserving I, I know to go that, to theaters. I know that, the whole I know thing. that's Pixar, and this isn't that. But at the same time, it's still just like I, I didn't feel like this one deserved that. Instead, 
of like say soul which was i think a better movie even though it, that one is forgettable to me i i think i like this more than soul personally oh okay but i do see what you mean i don't think it should have gone straight to streaming but i i don't really like a lot of like i'd say it's more deserving of it that's fair i just i i liked it like i like I, I'm not gonna sit here and say like I loved it because I don't think it's like the best thing since oh, sliced no. bread. And like I said, it's I, it's I a it. it's a fun movie. It's got some things that it's trying to say, and it says them for sure. I think some of them are good things to say. Like yes, they're they're doing representation, and that's very good. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like messages of the story and everything like that. Um, and you know they're they're trying to say some things. I don't think any of them are necessarily new, or or maybe just if they focus on some of them they would have been more interesting but th- yeah it's very fun it's it's got that aesthetic and if you like that aesthetic this is a great movie for you i think i i think i liked it more than you yeah. and i i definitely see your point i definitely think again remember I, i'm playing devil's advocate that's true and right after <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i went home to last night to listen i was like i it felt like it just stole a lot from a lot of things i, I could see a lot of yeah and it definitely had and in my review I even said it's very obviously stealing yeah i think it just it did need to be a little more original Mm. but i think that's like its greatest weakness like i don't think it was like i think it's great besides the fact that it's just not aesthetically original this as it needs to be like the aesthetic of this movie is the villain of up yeah that's that's him it's what like i guess maybe he wanted in life is yeah is this movie Maybe, or just maybe he watched this movie and wanted to go do that, and it wasn't yeah. what it happened. I like that headcanon well, better. Isn't it supposed to be a comic? Uh, yeah, it is a comic. And that's, that's fine. I would definitely read a comic of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, this is fun. This is cool. Um, should we get into yeah, spoilers? Let's actually like, talk about it. Yeah. Um, so this is a spoiler mark. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Or, I mean, don't. It's fine. Yeah. You don't um, have to is the thing, I think, for this one. I, I think if you want to see a Disney movie, this is a good pick. Yeah, that's fair. It's, I a, think... it's, a, it's a solid B. I'll give you that. I'll give you a solid, a solid B. B. Okay. It's not like Up, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, up. up is so good. <laughs> um, anyways, before we dive into that of uh, Black Hole. Up is better than, like, that's kind of the vibe that this one wanted to go. Yeah. But it, that one's more, um, I guess, real world, if in a sense. Yeah. But I think this needed just more time to develop its world, even though it did do a lot, because there was a lot to this world. But it's just I like, don't think I it, needed. I don't some think more. it needed more time. I think it needed to just kind of better execute. I know that's like a, such a vague, mm-hmm. um, like, advice. It's just like you know, maybe make a good movie. But like, no, they did make a good movie. But you know, like, I think it just needed to try to stand out a bit more. I think the things that this stands out for are, and it, it is good, but that's, I don't want that to be the only thing it stands out for. That's fair. Which is the representation. Yeah, I think the diversity is definitely like its biggest strong point. Yeah. And while that's not a bad thing, and I think everybody should have that type of strong point. I don't think that should be your biggest point. No, the plot or the characterization or like there's other things that should be a little higher. And I can definitely agree. Yeah. Um, But to start, let's yes. just start at the beginning. So, okay. Uh, Searcher is with Jaeger, his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess Searcher's like probably twenties. Searcher Clay. I thought he was like eighteen. Eighteen. Or okay, so so he's like eighteen We're around that age. And they're the Clays. And his dad is this famous explorer that's trying to get through over the mountains mm-hmm. so that he can find out what's past them for his town of. Uh, is it? Oh, I don't know what it's called. I'm not going. It's to like try. Avalon, but not Avalon. <laughs> but it's um. And Avalonia or something. Something like that. But the character of Jaeger. 
is another one of like not that creative because I have seen an adventurer type with that build and that mustache a million times. You're not wrong because it did look very Rick and Ralph. I've but, yeah, like but I've seen with I've, the mustache. I've seen that character so many times in different in smaller different variations where I was just like, okay, we're clearly doing that, and we're just we're we're settling in with it, and that and I was like, okay, maybe wanted a bit more. That's fair. I but I will say, I liked the body types. I like that he mm-hmm. was a strong, really stocky kind of muscular guy. His son was really lanky and slender. Mediterranean or Mediterranean eh, was very like thick, but also like like some thick. And then you had the son who was kind what if of you average. switch it around a little bit, just like change the body types around. Go some? Against, yeah, go against stereotypes. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's what I'd say about it. It's just like I think having this explorer type, it does make sense. Uh, for him to be bigger built i'm not saying it but he's this barrel chested of a man like um older kind where it's just like i've seen this character designed a thousand times and it might be more interesting if you change if you gave that body type to say someone else i mean that's fair i can't i can't argue that i'm also going with like a it's like a jocks versus nerd situation between his dad and his son yeah where it's just like okay maybe maybe no (laughs) or i think Nah, that's fair. I I liked it, mm-hmm. but I can see where you'd be like, it's kind of obvious, and it was obvious, but I don't I don't think obvious has to be bad. That's fair. Um, but so they're traveling to find they're exploring. They're exploring. Sorry, they're exploring to find past the mountains, and all of a sudden, Searcher accidentally finds Pando, which is this plant that can produce electricity. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, there's probably more scientific words for that yeah. but that's what i'm gonna say we're for not the time scientists being. yeah no we're just movie reviewers mm-hmm. um and basically they get an argument about uh searcher saying these pandos are right here we can we can make something out of this it can be very helpful and his dad's really stubborn mm-hmm. and is like we need to figure out what's beyond these mountains that is the most important da 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 and basically then the whole crew's like, ah, I think your son has a point, man. Yeah. And then Jaeger gives him a compass, his compass, and says, you'll need this to find me. And wanders into the wilderness, never to be seen again. For 25 years. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Searcher has started a whole plantation of Pando, mm-hmm. uh, hands them out. There's a whole civilization. He's got a delivery service for him and he everything. He has a son and a wife, and mm-hmm. they help out, and mm-hmm. all these things, and and they they moved on. Yes. The whole the whole town moved on past expo- exploration. Mm-hmm. Um and uh but all of a sudden uh the pandas stopped working on the wife's airplane that crop dust. Yes. The crop duster. That's the way. We start seeing um some some failings in these uh pandas. Pandas. Pandas where they're not producing like they are. They're starting to deteriorate and that's that's a concern. And then and, and it's just kind of a small thing but then but then a big spaceship shows up and and just just lands on all the crops. Yeah, what a, what which a, what an awful move. Honestly, that was I was like, mm, do I trust Costello? Do I actually? <laughs> and the whole time I was like, I don't trust her. I was like, Alyssa, she's gonna back. She's gonna turn on us. And it was very. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't seen Atlantis. It was very Atlantis. <laughs> um, and <laughs> speaks I, to my point. And I'll admit, because that was the that was the instinct I had was Atlantis instinct, and I was yeah. like, mm, I don't know. And. Sh- We'll get to if she turns bad not. I think later, that's but... totally fair. If you're doing this type of exploration movie, um, to have those ones that stand out that you're maybe even like working against, and I think that for us that it is those movies because that's what we kind of grew up with. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just 
I don't know. I think I often wonder about that. Like in 20 years, are people going to remember this movie fondly and be like, man, it's such a good movie. Although I'm like, I mean, this is, you know, mid, like it's, it's fine, but it really falls into a lot of cliches. Well, like what about these movies? Mm -hmm. You know, something like that. I, I, do you think that this would be a movie that I think I, I did say, I think this movie will age better than it is now. So I, I, yeah, I do. I do think people will come and be like, I think even 20 years later, we'll look back and be like, you know what? Actually, that was, that was pretty solid. Mm. You know, I don't think it's going to be like the best thing since sliced bread. It's not Betty White, but, (laughs) uh, but I do think Um, it's good. Uh, what, oh, Betty White was older than sliced bread. Oh, you're bread. right. Yeah. Point proven. Um, <laughs> she was better than sliced bread. Uh, but it's so like, I think, I think it's a solid, I think it's no, one bre- that uh, I would watch White, again. Sliced bread is the best thing since Betty White. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to start saying. <laughs> best thing since Betty White. Um, yes. but so I, I think, I think it's good. I don't think it's better than say Atlantis I specifically, want, but. You know how sometimes they do that, like spoilers without context. I want one of those for this episode to just be Betty White. <laughs> That would be, well, I'll I'm post- just going to name the episode Best Things Since Betty White. <laughs> or or is it? <laughs> you should name it that. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. I'll do what it. What is it? I'm episode this is 48? Yeah. Episode 48. The Best Things Since uh, Betty White? Question mark? Perfect. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, Is this movie the best thing since Betty White? No. No. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. I hate to say it, but I, it's not. I'm very okay with that assessment. Yeah. I think that's how we should start rating these movies. Is it the best thing since <laughs> Betty White? Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Yes. Strange World. That one is, no. that one is a, like, I think in, in like 20 years, people should, like, the next generation should look fondly on that movie and be like, man, that's a, that's a good movie. Yeah. I think people will look at that like we look at Spider-Man 2, but it'll actually hold, but... Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two does, Spider-Man hold, does up. hold, but it'll hold up even better. That's fair. Okay. Because there's issues with Spider-Man as a hero in that movie. Yeah. Spent like, the whole out of well, risk thing's the gross. Whole, like uh, that's so off topic, but I'll I'll stay with it for a second. Like the I think the idea of those trilogies that Sam Raimi was trying to do was how keeping the truth can affect your life, mm-hmm. and in those movies, that's definitely the case because Peter keeps that truth. From everyone and he that he loves, and there's consequences to keeping that, and it's it, um, it's a complicated thing. There's a great um like review on the third Spider-Man movie that really delves into it. It's, uh, it's the channel's uh, Ben from Canada, and he goes into it a lot more in depth, and it's really good. Um, I would check that out. Okay, but um, back back to the point. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, so uh, it so they so Costello takes. She's like, it's all dying. It's even yeah. worse. <laughs> we got to go to find the root because it's all big, one big root that leads mm-hmm. to one thing. Um, and so she's like, Searcher, we need you because you're the one that found it. You, you know the most about it. Da, da, da. So Searcher goes and tells us, honey, can't. Of course, like every Disney movie, the kid comes anyways. Yes. Um, and the mom comes to get them as they're dropping down this hole. I like that the mom comes. I like that yeah. the mom is just like, I've been chasing you the whole time. Your son is on the ship. And then I love that instantly you see him and he's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere i'm sorry quick question do they have two three-legged dogs no they have one three-legged dog i thought there was a dog that was playing with it but i could have swore it was a different dog it was playing with the uh, ponzos i don't remember no ah. they were all it was just one it was legend the three-legged dog which i loved he was my favorite him and splat were my favorite part of this movie yes but i oh, i could have swore there was like a blonde like almost not golden retrieve golden lab like type that just had three legs or something I didn't see it. Okay. Well, then I'm crazy. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but anyways, 
basically, uh, so then the pilot dies. Yes. We don't even talk he, about he, it. Well, he has this whole moment where it's just like, if you want to back out, I can take you home. And then it's just like, really? And it's like, no, what are you? We need you, man. And yeah. it was just like, what a dick move. And then he got his instant karma. Yeah. It was a little rough. Absolutely. And it's a Disney movie, so they just scraped it over like, nope, not even going to talk about it. I'm okay Didn't with it. I didn't nothing. like him. No, it was funny, though. <laughs> um, and then they land, crash land, crash in land. Strange World. Well, the wife, the wife kind of comes yeah, in well, handy. Yeah, the wife joins, because now they need a pilot. Yes, um, <laughs> and she is good at piloting. Yeah, she good. likes piloting. Um, and they land in Strange World. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, if you can't, since you can't see him, I did air quotes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, Searcher, though, falls trying to save the dog. Mm-hmm. And... So he's somewhere in this grassy area, and they crash landed a farther away. Um, yes, and They're, they they assess that they need to th- um, fix the ship and then go find him, which I guess is a fair thing, especially since Searcher he's not an explorer, but he does have experience. In yes, this. so I can I can say that's fair. And then while Searcher is um, separated from them, he is confronted with Yay, generational God. trauma. As we all are. Uh, um, in the form of his father coming back. His father is where, this is where he has been for the last 25 years, just trapped in this strange world and fighting off, just living his best life, really. Yeah. Uh, because he is always an adventurer. And so he shows up in this weird garb and is just like, I've saved you from, I am the great. And it's just like, Dad? He's like, Searcher? And then he first doesn't believe him. Yeah. He's like, you're just figuring my imagination. I've been here too long, da da da. And he's I'm... like, and they do the whole gag of him like posing like the stone that he yes. says he would be posing as. And then he's like, okay, ignore that. But this is me. And then he reminds him I, about the machete. I don't mind that joke, but I think, and this isn't a critique, by the way. I think this is just something that we've recently talked about. You remember in um, Hot Fuzz, the Mr. Bond villain has a moment where there's a picture behind him and he's posing exactly like yes. the picture. I think that's a much funnier I way mean, that's to do it. Fair. I love that joke. Like, it isn't really even a way of like, this movie sucks. I just, I'm like, that reminded me of that joke, but I like that joke a lot more. That's fair. <laughs> I liked it. I think it was good for the kids' movie aspect. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was fun. Yeah. I liked that the, he looked just like The Rock in that moment. Do you think he's been talking to that rock the last 25 years? Maybe. Mm. Good question. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if this is everything ever all at once, but... Um, <laughs> But so he convinces him that it is him and that he is actually alive um, and that they're here. They'll take him with them and everything. Yes. And then he tells Jaeger, we have a ship. So Jaeger's like, oh, well, it fell this way. And then they start running. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Ethan has now run away from the ship to find Ethan the Sun. Sorry. To find Searcher. Yes. Because he is an explorer like his grandfather. He thinks. (laughs) He's trying. He will be. Uh, Maybe. He will. Sort of. Um, it's always yes, different, but no, it's always different. Yeah, he's his own type yes. of explorer, but like a newborn baby who doesn't know how any of this works. Yep. He immediately fails, but then I guess the 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 quality of his character is he's very loving mm-hmm. and very accepting, and he is going to be led to his death by this splat character who looks like the Nickelodeon splat. I was gonna say the exact yeah. same goddamn yeah. thing, um, which I. Points against, I will, I'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not very creative. No. I like Splat. Splat's characterization was spot on. I like Splat too. But then, yeah, so Splat's, Splat is leading him to his death because he's like, I'm going to, I think, um, what was it? I think uh, the Jaeger gives him a, a name, those things a name. Yeah, I don't know what he called them though. It was a better name. 
Yeah, it was like I a think species had, type of name. Yeah, I think that would have been maybe even cooler if you called it that, but then, which is really mean, but then he, this one is like very nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, um, he's leading Ethan to his death and he's like, I want, you, guys, guys, I, I brought you a human. You can eat the human. Yeah. And, um, but then, then of course, this is when we find out the Ponzos are damaging to the things here. Yes. And it hurts Splat. But then, of course, he, Ethan, uh, wraps, he, like, wets this uh, handkerchief and wraps it around Splat and is like, good as new. It's not good as new. But he tried. Yes. It was the sentiment of, like, I, I'm using first aid yes. on you. You know, a bonding moment mm. for the two friends. So Splat's on our side now. And there's, there's a chase and there's a run and he's about to get eaten. But then, of course, Jaeger and uh, Searcher, Searcher come, come and, and save him. And then Jaeger saves Ethan, and then Jaeger saves Searcher. As they're running along these, like, kind of like uh, schools of weird-ass fish. It's like the turtles from Finding Nemo. Yes, thank you. I couldn't think of, yes. like, the word. It's, and it's, like, the same thing of, like, it flows, like, mm-hmm. water and stuff. It, it was actually really cool. I like it. You just walk along it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Costello and Meter, or Meter, 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 Meridian mm-hmm. um, show up on their carts. And Costello's like, I'll take yes. care of this. They started going after Ethan. Yes. They're like, I'll take care of this, and then fails. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, see, I don't trust her. I don't trust her one bit. <laughs> um, and then the mom's like, uh, mine's stuck, and she has everyone on it, so it's probably just a lot too many people. And then she, and then they kick off. Yes. And they land on another one, and then they're still coming. And then they start throwing the pando that uh, Ethan had in his bag. Yes. And that deflects them, and they get away. And and they get back to their ship, and they're able to go to the ship. And now Jaeger is giving them direction, basically. Yes. It's like, we have to go past this um, acid pool chasm thing. Yeah. And Splat comes to the rescue. We're just giving it beat by beat, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> this, this was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Splat guiding. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it was great. So well, these acid monsters yeah. carry the uh, Whole ship. ship. What is it that ship called? Oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Great. Uh, um, it carries this ship, this unnamed ship, uh, over the chasm of acid, and he Splat does like an orchestra thing. I loved it. It was fantastic. You would love it. It was nice. It was calming. <laughs> it was funny. It was. I love when Splat was just like, doo-doo, doo-doo. It was cute. Splat was adorable. Mm-hmm. Great time. Um, and then... So we're continuing on with this journey. I don't. What's what's after the? Uh, the I uh, keep well, wanting to say well, a lava pit. It's an acid chasm. So they get past it, and then they're in this new area, and they're just following the thing, and like we're losing time because mm. it's starting to. Oh, fade. they're following the roots. Yes, they're following the roots to figure out where the heart of Pando is. Mm-hmm. Um, and while they're doing that, uh, the dad and our Jaeger and Searcher bond or with Ethan or bond for a second. And then try to bond with Ethan over his game. They both his card also game. kind of bond with each other. Like, well, I guess Searcher and Ethan have been bonding. They've been living yeah. together. But then, like, Ethan bonds with uh, oh, yes. with Jaeger for a, a bit. And because he, he wants to know more about his grandfather and all that stuff. And he, uh, oh, he tells him about his uh, love interest back home. And this was the moment I think everybody was kind of, if you are watching this movie, kind of wondering of like, will the old guy be homophobic? Yes. And he wasn't. Yeah, which I loved. I love that he was, I, the, the, the good question was, who is it? Not who is she? 
Yes. He said, who is it? And I was like, that's perfect. That's exactly mm-hmm. what we want to hear. And then he went, all right, let me tell you how to win him over. Yes. And he starts telling him how to save him and do all these things and put him in danger. He's like, can I just not put I him like, in danger? I did like that we pointed out that the problem there was that this guy doesn't really understand. I'm, I'm, I'm questioning if he did that to his wife. He totally did that to his <laughs> wife. And I think that's what's funny. I that's think it's, why the wife left. <laughs> I think, and I think that was a good showing of the generation. Well, the wife left him because he disappeared. That that's also he died. true. But... I think that was good, like representation of like, showing the generations. Yes, I did like that joke at the end where it, uh, we find out that Sheldon, the the man that uh, the wife remarried, was just bigger. Yeah, I bigger love than it. him even. And I was like, okay, but he couldn't throw. That's so funny. Everyone's got a type. Yeah, that's true. Um, and basically, uh, then he's like, oh, I'm not gonna put him in danger. I think it's kind of toxic. Yeah. He's like, what? Absolutely. Um, and then Searcher comes out, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, don't. Mm-hmm. influence my son da 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 they play this game which i will say is basically just the board game uh munchkin except the point of munchkin is to kill the monster mm-hmm. it's not it's apparently not the point in this game no, you're supposed to work with the environment you're in mm-hmm. which searcher and jaeger cannot understand for their lives i find it strange that searcher can't i don't why because i think that was supposed to show the contrast that only Ethan is really going to figure out what's happening first. Yes, but at the same time, I mean, what is it that I don't? Searcher was like, "Oh, we found this plant. Let's use this plant to help us." There wasn't really like an adversary in that. I think it's kind of more when it comes to, like creatures hurting something, because whenever like they see the creatures hurt the panda, they're like, "Oh, we got to kill them." Yeah, they're Im- they immediately go into exterminator mode. Yeah, so I think it's kind of just show like I guess the kid in Ethan versus the adult mm-hmm. in Searcher now. Because I do think younger Searcher would have made the same decision Ethan did. Maybe. So I think it's kind of to show the age. Because, I mm-hmm. mean, even uh, Searcher's like, I tried so hard not to be my dad. I I'll became t- him. I'll, I'll, speaking of that, I think I am tired of that one. I think that's the one. I, this movie is filled with cliches. And at the end of the day, if you like these cliches and you enjoy them, like then there's nothing wrong with it. Again, these are just how we view them and all that stuff. That's the one I'm tired of. I, the whole, I, I tried not to be my parent, and I became... Yeah, I don't care. I, I don't care about that at all it anymore. It is a little overdone. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's fair. Because everything ever all at once had a very parent-to-child dynamic, and it didn't fall into that trap of a cliche. So I'll admit, there, it was more there ju- are ways out of it. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I, it's fine, I guess, but it, I was still just like, I, I, don't, I don't care. I've seen this so many times. And that's fair. I can't. I was fine with it, but I get why you'd be like, oh, this is overdone. It was, yeah. I mean, how they do it is fine. It's nothing like atrocious. I just am, um, I knew they, I knew they were, I called that immediately. Absolutely. I was like, they're, I was like, I bet they're going to do that thing where they, uh, he's going to have the same problems being a father that his father had with him. And I was like, I was waiting, I was hoping I would be wrong and I just wasn't. No, that's fair. And I can't. I can't say you're not wrong for being like that cliche is overdone because yeah. it definitely is. But I, I could look over it personally. Yeah. Um, but Do you want to get into what I guess the big reveal of this movie yeah. is? So they get to the heart. Yes. And they're all about to exterminate it or whatever. And then Ethan runs away. Again. Yes. Um, and Searcher goes after him and they end up on the other side of the mountain. They get through. Yes. And they end up on the other side of the mountains. The ones that Jaeger has been trying to do his entire life. Which, that was rough, I'll admit. <laughs> um, but we'll get there. Um, and they basically realize that it's not just mountains. The entire thing is a living 
sea turtle mm-hmm. um, that they are living just kind of on its back in the yes. middle of. Um, and they're Which like, we can't. Not new. No. That <laughs> living on the back of turtles goes back to Avatar. I got to admit. It's Avatar. It's also Stephen King. Yeah. It's like, it's this thing. Like, I don't even, I don't even hate that idea. I almost feel like it's good seeing more of it. But at the same time, I am like. Just make it a different animal, I guess. Yeah. Maybe because I, the turtle aspect, it's like, yeah, in the, I guess it's just what makes the most sense because it's the, I don't know. We've seen, oh, it's even in Doctor Who, but at least Doctor Who made it a whale. Yeah. I can't, I can't argue that, 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 that specifically yeah. has been done a lot. Um, but I some, mean, it was fine. Some great visual stuff in yeah, this. The I, eyeball was really pretty. It's not new, but it, I think that was a very like pretty representation of just the scale. I think was kind of mm-hmm. what made it very impressive because that is that's probably the biggest we've ever seen like something just up against a giant creature's eye. Yeah, and that was like a oh, okay, and you really can see like the iris and like mm-hmm. they they definitely put a lot of detail into that, which I can I can admire. Yeah, because so like executed greatly. Yes. Cliche as hell. Yes. Um, so then they're like, oh shit, the pando is an infection. Mm-hmm. It's not the actual heart. I also That's could why have called everything's that. attacking it. I didn't call that, but at the same time, I was like, it's I thought it was too easy that the problem was these creatures were attacking the pando. And that's fair. I I was like, that seems like just it fixes everyone's problems and that doesn't seem right. <laughs> I knew that the little guys that heal everything were going to come into infect again. Oh, I knew that too. I, that, I was like, that's going to come back. I don't know how, but I know it's going to come back around. Exactly the same. I saw them and I was like, I feel like the concept of something that can heal is too important to just be a one-off. Yeah, just to be like, oh, they fix it. Like, no, I was like, no, that's, that's something. Yeah. I didn't call it in the moment whenever they actually used them, but once they showed up I was like, I knew it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I liked it, though. I liked that aspect. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the ship, though, and they're like, we gotta stop because the Pando is the is an infection. We gotta kill it. We gotta end it. Mm-hmm. And this is Searcher saying it, who literally found and yes. mon- monopolized on it, essentially. Well, we cannot have mutiny upon this ship. And then so they put him in a closet. Calypso does. Calypso put, or uh, Costello does. Yes. I think that was funny. That might be the best bit. I think the spot guiding was the best bit, but this close second. No, I think like that's the best bit because it's it's the best comedy bit. That's fair. Because you we we spend a few moments. Um, I mean it's kind of wasteful, but at the same time it's funny. So I don't care. But we spend a few minutes trying to get the dog legend to actually yeah. like get it, and he's like he's trying to do the knob, and he is licking the lock and it doesn't work until eventually Splat just goes, oh, fine, I'll do it myself, goes outside because he can fit through, unlocks it, goes back inside, and then Legend opens the door for them. I fucking loved it. It I was thought, so cute. I thought that was the best bit because I always, it's um, it's sometimes like in video games whenever, yeah. you know how you're in like a cage where the bars are clearly, you can fit through them. Mm-hmm. It was that, it gave me that vibes, but this was, I liked it. I thought it was, it was fun. funny. And I, and I, it was very creative use of Splat and Legend specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get out. Yes. And then they take it over because the, the other guy driving it's like, I can't do it. That, that's um, fair. And he's the, I didn't the like guy, him. The guy who voices him, though, is the taxi driver in Deadpool. I was wondering who yeah. he was because yeah. I was going like, I recognize that voice, but I don't know who it is. And I swear it's so, it's so I, I it's definitely specific. know. Yeah, it is. Um, I didn't like his character, though. He was fine. I kind of, um, I don't know. I was kind of like, ah, shut up. Um, and so uh, Meridian takes over the ship and starts flying it. And then Costello comes in. She's like, let go. She's like, let go? Okay. And the <laughs> ship starts crashing almost. 
I was I knew there had to be some sort of like um outsmarting. I was thinking it was just gonna be a fight, but I liked the idea that she was just sassy about it. Yeah. It was fun. And I, I really liked Meridian as a character. I loved the conversation she had with Ethan about mm-hmm. like what he wants to do and stuff. And I liked this bit. It was funny. Oh yeah. Um it was also like she it's always the case where it's just like she is understanding how to parent more. She's not pressuring her son to do what she likes, but at the same time it's like you want to take the first spin? It's just like, can I? It's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's and not I, pressuring. It's just like, you want to? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, and then while she's playing with Costello, uh, um, Searcher is trying to break a hole into the pan, pan, pondo, uh, pando on the heart. And his, it's not a shovel, but it looks like it a shovel. It is a shovel. It's a shovel, but they call it something else. Um, they it, did? it breaks, yeah. Okay. And then he's like, "Oh no!" I, he's and he's like, "We can't do it." Email in. I want to know what that is. I'm not gonna Google it, but um, it looked like a I shovel. I think it's specific to this world. Oh, uh, would it be? Well, it seems like because it like also picked off the pando. It seems like a good enough tool. They would have that for like I don't know grapes or something. Grape, grapes are on vines. I sure you could have a tool like that where you cut it from the grapes or maybe. I think it'd be different. Do you know how many grapes people harvest for like different things? I mean, yeah, wine is a thing. Yeah, a lot of fucking <laughs> yeah, grapes. Oh, I've seen Parent Trap. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know, Brad. Okay, Excuse okay, you. okay. Uh, but what about olives? You gotta make olive oil. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I, I can't make a joke about that I one. I actually do know how they uh, pick <laughs> the olives, and it's not that. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the point. But uh, so. Then Jaeger shows up and he's like, we can do it together. And he breaks yes. his fire machine. Which, and, sure. Yeah, I was like, why aren't you going to use that? But I digress. Um, well, and it's, not gonna, it's not going to flame through it. And they need to. That's true. Yeah. It's two it pickaxes, seemed, it though. It felt like, well, I guess it would be like a disease, but it felt like it was sentient. The way it was like, it was like sending stronger shocks whenever yeah. Searcher was trying to break through. So it almost seemed like it was sentient. And it was like, no, no. But I guess it's. That's fair. It was trying to defend itself, but like, and that's why it like broke it eventually. Yes. Um, and so he breaks his machine, and it's two pickaxes, mm-hmm. and they both just start hammering, and until they're in sync, it doesn't work. Yeah, and then they create a hole, and then, uh, Ethan comes running like a bandit with all the um, um, uh, white blood Bac- cells, white blood cells, and <laughs> slash good bacteria to heal sure. essentially. Like, um, this is what I mean when I say that this is basically an episode of Magic School Bus. I mean, that's fair. Uh, and then they all flood in and get it's rid like of the whenever, pando. It's like whenever they, uh, who was the one that got sick and they had to go into. Wasn't it the redhead? The no, it was the glasses. one with the bat, uh, with the hat. Yes. Which yes. is, I don't remember, I don't remember their names. I don't remember any of their names, but I know who you're talking about. How much, you watched a lot of that show, right? In, high, in school. I watched a lot. a lot of it. I liked it. It was good. I really liked it. I liked it. The show's more. I was it, more of a Wildcats kid. It was fun. It, it, had, it gave Doctor Who vibes. That's fair. I, I think definitely like, agree to that. It's definitely... Oh, it's what Doctor Who was uh, supposed to be at first. It was just supposed to be edutainment. Mm-hmm. But then it became... It was such a cool idea. It became more... Yeah. But I guess Magic School Bus just stayed in, in edu- edutainment. Mm-hmm. Now there's like a Netflix on. No, it's not as good. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, But they all flood in. Yes. And they get rid of the Pando. And then they're like, it's too late. The heart is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so- and then... The thing that we called happened. <laughs> the, the healing thingies that look like little brontiosaurus camels. Um, well, the came... brontiosaurus camels, but the actual things that like heal, they just look backs. like um, they look like. Do you know those Bloating jellyfish? Well, they're like little jellyfish, but they look like um, you know the um, you know that cute little like octopus plush that, that goes you... inside out. Yeah, it yes. looked like that. Yes, it did. Like a billion little orange ones of those. They were adorable. Yes. Um, and then they 
healed the heart mm-hmm. and it started beating and then everything returned to its rightful color and all that because it was really dark in there. Yeah, it was. I didn't realize that until it healed. I was like, oh shit, yeah, that yep. explains why it's all black. Once they do that, you can really like look around and realize, oh, this is a body. Like even yeah. the uh, background, like the ground, it's like a rib cage or something where you're just like, oh, yeah, duh. Because it was very like once you know it, you're like ah. And my again, my only complaint was once we found out that it went from like saving Pando to it's an infection, it was just really fast, and I had to take a beat, and it took me out of it, and I was like, okay. I get what you're doing now. Okay, that makes sense. You know? And it wasn't bad. It was just very fast. It didn't take me out of it. I think it was still just... Because once you... I don't know. I was on there. I was on the same side as them. Like, as soon as you realize it's a turtle, you just go, oh, this is a living thing. Oh, that's its heart. Oh, this is what's attacking mm-hmm. it. And then it's just... Uh, so I, I wasn't taken out of it, but I I wasn't impressed. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Um, I I was taken out of a little bit, but... Okay. Huh. Um, but then yeah, everything's fixed, and then they go back, and Jaeger brings flowers to his ex-wife, and ends yes. up seeing well, Sheldon. He, get, he finally gets to see oh, the other yes. side. Oh, I'm sorry, skipped a very important part. Yes, which is also very existential and terrifying. Yeah. Which is your life is you live on the back of a turtle, a sea turtle. Which yeah. is, I don't know. Everyone seems to be fine with their fate. I would, yeah. I would definitely have an existential crisis with that. That's what it is. Especially if that was my life to find to go. To, to find the outside yeah, and, and just be a turtle. It's, it's a, oh, you're, you live on a turtle. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a lot to digest. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yes, they, um, they go back and Searcher is now, he just has a regular farm. Yeah. Which I appreciated because I, I want to guard it. I want to have a farm. <laughs> Stardew Valley over here. Yes. Look. Um, uh, and then uh, Ethan is actually back down in Strange World being an explorer slash uh, yeah, explore. I think is the best. It way is to put an it. explorer, but it, it's more like a scientific exploration yeah, um, of just like we're trying to learn from this and kind of take um, not advantage, but take care of it. Yes, and t- you know, yeah, absolutely. Well, take care the, of it. And his his crush is there. Yes, and his best friends. I don't are think there. it's a crush anymore. It seems like that's official yeah. They definitely now. got together, but like they're all there and they're as he has his own like crew mm-hmm. down there, and that, that was really cute. Um and then, he gets to hang out with Splat more. Yeah, which I love. <laughs> I, I was hoping Splat would be left alone. Um and then Jaeger meets his ex wife or his ex wife again and meets and the new Sheldon, husband. who is huge. Gigantic. He's like as big as the guy in Brave, like the bad guy who turns yeah. into the bear. Um and then God, it's uh, been a minute since I watched Brave. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um yeah. and then uh they and you kind of see that now they do to have the horse drawn carriage, but now it's more like they have like strange world aspects to yeah. it and... I, it almost goes back to like um when uh it was last episode where um at the at the world's end it's like the dark ages and me, yeah. both me and jamie were like i don't know i don't think the 80s were like the dark ages or something like that <laughs> but i it, think we'd be fine yeah and they were and i think they kind of did do what you guys thought they should have done yeah. in that one in this you'd um, still function yeah, because nothing, nothing really changed. I just adapted if to I what could, they had if now. If I could quote um, Jeff Goldblum's character from <laughs> Jurassic Park, life uh, finds a way. Great quote. Uh, <laughs> I think about that one quite a lot, actually. Oh, Brad, I watch that movie at least once a week, so but I, I don't. definitely think about it a lot. But I don't, and I still think about it quite a lot. It's a good quote. It is. Um, I just I like the way he says it. It's like, life uh, finds a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Yes. Um, but yeah, and then kind of a happily ever after it got, yeah, situation it is. there. I um 
Yeah, I like this movie. It's definitely a feel-good movie, but I think um, I would almost compare it to the Jungle Cruise movie a bit. Yeah? Because, yeah. Which also felt like the mummy. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of interest in it. It's basically just the mummy, but it. I feel like the Jungle Cruise does it a bit better because, or maybe it's just I like that aesthetic more. I do love the mummy. Um, but I just I had a lot more fun with Jungle Cruise than I would say this. I mean that's fair. I also really enjoyed Jungle Cruise despite its mummy esqueness. You know you understand what I mean. Like it absolutely it's different enough. Me and Alyssa were both like this is the mummy, but it's also very different. It's the mummy meets something else. Yeah, but there was something. There was another element that I was like, oh, it's very that, but I don't. I can't yeah. remember. Creature from the Black Lagoon, kind of. No, it wasn't that. It was something else. I don't know what it was, but I, I'm not going to give it another rewatch. No, that's fair. I think that's the same. Um, I'd rewatch it. I'd rewatch The Mummy. <laughs> I'd rewatch Jungle Cruise and The Mummy. Um, give me another year on Jungle Cruise, maybe. That's fair. Alyssa owns it. Like, she loved it. I thought it was good. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, but I, I just, I enjoyed that one. But yeah, it could just be a taste thing because, I, yeah, I love The Mummy. That's fair. So it's always a nice thing to kind of come back to, even if it's just a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this didn't necessarily rip off like one thing. It was more just like um, it just never, it just never felt original. I can agree to that. Yeah, it just it felt like a vague like oh we're doing it. it even the title it's like Strange World. It's like oh okay it's but yeah um, I think this movie is fine. I think it's it's fun. It's a solid B. It's a great. This feels like a great family movie. Yes, it's very good to be like. Oh, the kids can just like this. Like this is one I'd be okay with, like my five year old obsessing over for a while. Yeah, because like oh, it's easy. Well, I'll keep, you know, six I could, months you can obsess I could over live this. With this. You yeah. know, sure. Um, yeah. it's not Frozen, so no, God. <laughs> which I still stand Frozen Two is better, but whatever. Um, I think a lot of people actually agree with you on that one. Yeah, I know um, a few people do, but not everyone. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know. I think. Well, I think there's also just a lot of hate on the first one. Yeah. So it got old. Yeah. Not fast, but slow. Uh, <laughs> we can agree, Tangled's the best one. Absolutely. Because <laughs> um, Tangled. Yes. Um, do I need to say more? No. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, is there anything else you wanted to say about this movie? No, I, I enjoyed talking about it with you though. I did too. Because we had a lot of same thoughts this yeah. time, and it was kind of nice to be like, oh, okay, so I wasn't crazy. Yeah. No, it, this was fun, but I, I was, I did feel a little disappointed because it just, it was just very middle of the road. And That's I think fair. I, for me, I either want a really good movie or a really bad one yeah. for it to just feel like it was worth it, which this wasn't that. So it yeah. did feel a little like, eh, not, it was a little disappointing, but it was above average, but wasn't exceptional. Felt average. That's fair. Yeah. We can, I can give you that. Yeah. Well, um, with would that you, though. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so at backtothepoint21 at gmail.com. Back to the point on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, My Instagram is bombasticbrad. Um, Yours is plutonic.seth, like the planet. We're keeping uh, Gus proud. A freaking man. (laughs) Um, And with that, we will leave you guys. To be continued with Violent Night. With the guest. See you next time. See you next time.